When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. Yeah, because that's, that's the beauty of talking is that you get paranoid about your face. Well, I mean the sound that comes out of it. More right. so than my face, you know the way, you know the way, apparently it's the reverberation of noise in your head that makes your voice sound different to you than to other people. That's why we hate the sound of our own voices, because there's no reverberation in our head when we're listening back to it. You just hear it like other people hear it, and then we're fierce disappointed we sound like the actual morons we are. <laughs> you don't sound like, although I do know a radio presenter who used to always put down the bass on their voice. Why is that now? He just thought his voice was too deep. To make them sound a little bit more. Oh, make them husky. Yep. Yeah. Like uh, uh, Phoebe and Friends, you know, when she has the cold, she's like, thank you, baby. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I always wonder, you know the way there's a, there's a radio voice that's not from anywhere? The whole like, yes, what, 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 the old smashy, nice yes, You know, coming up now after the, I always wonder, like, there's the a couple fu- of them around. There's a load of them around. <laughs> Have a flick around the dial, there's loads of, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, I always wonder, like, the first guy to do that, he must have been so groundbreaking. Like, he must have been the most unbelievable. People must have said, have you heard this guy? Because it would all have been before then, it would all have been like, you know, um, the news today from around the world, from the BBC world says, there's an ape that has escaped from the zoo and is now killing a man currently, as we speak, on Oxford Street. Uh, and then this guy must have come along and just says, hey! Wah, 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 wah. I and think it, it was amazing. just back in the day, but now it's refreshing when you hear people use their own voice on radio. Do you know, like when you when you hear people like, who don't use it, because a lot of people don't use their own voice on radio. Yeah, like you regional radio. You have a little radio. bit of kind of. You do have a little bit of a radio voice, like your phone Me? voice. No, just in general, like if oh, you're yeah. on radio. But you know, like you hear people who just don't talk. Like everything they say is really overly strained on noise, noise, noise. Yeah. that's the lady version of the whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it though? And we're all. It is. It's the lady version of the. Hey, Ooh, ah, we top ten. We won't one. do that here. No, we no. won't do that here. No, uh, and you're, I know what you're saying. Regional is nice. I like the whole. I love when I turn on the radio and there's a fella going, "Hey, you doing? Hey, it's yeah. Dalma here. Oh, you won't believe what's happening. happening. Oh, Jesus, there'll be trouble there. I think just just using your own voice in general. Just talk normal. Be like, normal. Be, be human. Normal. Be a human. Uh, episode six. Six. Episode number six of the Dublin podcast. Of the Dublin podcast. What are and we? And we're on iTunes. We're on iTunes. Finally, so if you're listening subscribe, to us on iTunes, subscribe, subscribe, and then they have little stars. So flash all the stars. Yeah, hit the five of them. Yeah, go on. We want all five of them. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Be kind to us, and we'll be kind to you. You know what I mean? Trick, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. What a week! It's Mad been a stuff going huge on. Huge week. week, right? Where are we starting? Where are we start now? Hold on. No, no depressing stuff this week. No depressing stuff this week. Do you know what I want to talk about this oh, week? Jaggers. No, this is my rant of the week. This what? is just I get this in and out and over and done. Ronda <laughs> Rousey. Now she lost. It's a couple of weeks and out now since she lost her fight to mm-hmm. Holly Holm. Now I don't know if anyone has any interest in MMA or anything like that. I don't actually have is a she particular not UFC. Uh, or what's the difference? Well, MMA is the sport. UFC is the. 
brands. Organisation. Okay, so like yeah. Gaelic football is a part of GAA. Yeah, I'll get you. Get you. Get you. So uh, she lost her fight to Holly Holm. Probably the biggest upset in that sport's history ever. Yeah. And, you know, okay, she, she didn't tap gloves at the start of the fight, which is you know, not a good thing to do. It's basically not shaking hands before a football match. Okay. You know, it's, it's rude. Sporting. It's bad manners. And she's notoriously always gone on about how she doesn't shoot shit or talk shit. She just gets in the ring. Does the shit. And she does the shit. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so Holly Holm beats her. Greatest upset ever. Like, I mean, in UFC MMA history, this is like the one of the biggest upsets they've ever had. Mm-hmm. And she, Ronda Rousey has had so much of a fan base. And I have to say, I kind of really, I was upset when I saw she lost. Yeah. Because I love greatness. Yeah. I look at her and I think she, this is something that's great. It's like, it's like watching Muhammad Ali or it's like, I know she's not quite Muhammad Ali. Nobody is. Of course. Uh, but it's like watching. She's it, like, she excels at her sport. You're watching somebody being amazing at what they do. Yeah. And like, you either get jealous about that or you find it inspirational. I find it inspirational. That's the right and way And she to gets be. knocked on her ass by Holly Holm. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. And then all these little tramps go on the internet. <laughs> Little tramps who've never had so much as a slap in the ear in their lives. And they're going, probably deserve one. But you want to see the shit talk. It's like, you know, oh, I I, I saw her coming. I seen her coming, you know. I saw, you know what I was? I was watching her shadow boxing before the fight and I thought she's off her boxing. Or she got lured into a boxer when she's a grappler and she tried to take someone. You're full of shit. (laughs) You're full of cake talk. You're not worth the woman's undercrackers and you're standing you've never given or received a punch in the arse or the face in your life the probably the closest to combat you've ever been is someone giving you a fucking wedgie because you deserved it being a shit bag one day and now you're standing there judging one of the greatest female fighters of all time and you're talking a load of nonsense about her getting kicked and knocked out by someone else who is an equally incredible fighter who'd knock and you just, on your ass with her little finger oh it's just Drives me mad. It's like when I, you do stand up and there's always someone who says, You know what you should do with that joke? You've never been on stage. You've never. I'm in the middle of working this stuff out. You know what I mean? That's it's like what a heckler. I do for a living. You're a heckler. You're essentially a heckler. It's like, Thanks for your help, but I've been here before. Like when you see the likes of Jack McCaffrey playing their games and there's some old sod on Hill 16 yeah. wearing a, a jersey that's 10 sizes too small for him with a roast chicken in his back pocket saying the problem with Jack is he's not he's not using his athleticism <laughs> you you don't ha- you don't know day. what you're talking about when I play under 16 yeah. every so often I just feel if you have nothing good to say Piss then off. shut your mouth it just it just and every so often it boils over and with Ronda Rousey this week because uh, all the trolls came out a week after the fight saying how much they predicted it. And they knew it and nobody else did. It just boiled over. Shut up. You don't know what it's like. You don't. You you see her life. You wish it was your life. And then when something bad happens, it makes you feel better. Yeah, but they don't wish it's their life when she's in the gym at six o'clock in the morning and she's sacrificing. You miss. You miss all those things. With anything that like, in any type of like sporting or any type of achievement in life, people see all of the, the external good things. Like they see the doves lifting the sand where they see Conor McGregor, you know, signing up to Reebok or doing whatever he does Ronda Rousey living with, in, in entourage they see all of that but they don't see the blood sweat and tears and all the sacrifices that oh, they make in life for you know, they every miss things. year of blood sweat tears and crap you go through it probably works out you get 10 minutes of glory if even if, if you get even, the glory if even yeah. And she's a truly great athlete. And that's all I'm saying. Holly Holmes is a deserving champion too. I don't want to take away like from her. like you want to bang her. 
to be honest. No, I, d- I really don't. She'd bang the shit out of me would be the way that would work. Let's be, fi- let's be honest about it. I would never get a chance to bang Ronda Rousey. Let's be honest. Even if she fancied me, I would be on the receiving end of that. <laughs> sorry. I'd be like, I'm so sorry. Shut up and take it. Be a man. Stop whimpering. She'd be choking me out. That's and no make feeling. Turning my face blue. Huh, you like it? Be, I don't know why, but yes. Yes, I do. I don't know why, but yes, oh, I do. it's the dark side. I don't know how to go from that rant into my rant. Because they're so different. Oh, well, don't worry. We always find a way. This is true. Um, so my rant for this week, it's not even a rant. It's just, you know the way I was really excited about Christmas and the Christmas ads? I do. Well, and they need to stop, PJ, because oh. why? what has happened that now they need to reduce you to a bubbling emotional mess to make it a Christmas ad, right? I cannot watch the John Lewis ad, even they showed a little bit of the little old man and I was like, no, stop it. I don't want to know, right? Oh, yeah. Vodafone's Christmas ad. Haven't seen it. Right? So obviously they had all the feels with the little piggy and then oh, the man. Oh, it's not. Sorry. Yeah. No, yeah. no, that's not the Christmas ad. Oh. So I was like, that's a great ad, lots of feels, grand, whatever. You know, all the emotions are in, then the little piggy doesn't go. And you'd appreciate that because you know though you're all for the animals Um, but then their Christmas ad is incredible don't get me wrong it's incredible right it's a little girl who writes her letter dear Santa we go through it and then she's looking it's Christmas Eve and then the doorbell rings Christmas morning and her brother comes in and she asks Santa to bring her brother home for Christmas and he hugs her and said I got your letter I Joey just looked at me and was like there's no point in even going any further with this I was like that's all the fields (laughs) All of the feelings are there. Why does it that? Why? Why does it? Ha- Can we not just have? Do you not remember the Denny ad um, with the little girl? You know where are we going, Santa? And she gets her bike from Santa Claus, and they go off to mass, and everyone's happy having their Denny sausages. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that to me is their good Christmas ad too. And I agree with you. It's a trend. It's, turning it's a trend into of sadness. like they're trying to out sort of emote each other or something yeah Yeah, whereas the old Christmas ads that they still show because they were just classic and brilliant it still exists the cornflakes girl love her she's like 72 now yeah she is she's 72 she's a pensioner yeah Uh, yeah she's actually she's died three times she's had four heart attacks Uh, but that ad you know the little one she a cornflake yeah yeah (laughs) but that ad it's such a classic and all it does is try to make you feel good about eating breakfast I mean if that's not what Christmas is about it's like Santa Claus having cornflakes Santa Caesar alright youngin how 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 Perfect, right? That's Christmas ad. And I know what you're saying. It's like everybody is trying to make you... It's not enough to make you feel good anymore. They're trying to make you think at the same time. You don't like Christmas. I have no issue with that. And then the serious side of it is, is there's people who are facing into very difficult Christmases for whatever reason. Do you know they don't like it? Bereavement, whatever Homelessness, it is. Homelessness, all sorts of things. There's so many... If you enjoy Christmas and you want to embrace it, ho, ho, ho. Stop driving me over the emotional edge but your brother's coming home. My brother hasn't been home for the past three Christmases. And I know if I write to Santa, I'm not 100% sure he's getting back from Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Do you know what you're like? You're like the story in the examiner this week of the guy. He wrote down, every time his wife cried, he wrote down the reason I for crying. This. And on the road to Christmas, maybe it was her thing as well. She was so overly emotional about the whole thing. So one of her reasons was uh, she saw a swan on television. And no, she found out that swans could be gay. Oh, she found out that swans could be gay. And she thought it was so heartbreakingly sweet that she just started crying. <laughs> I said this to Joey going, see, the struggle is real. I don't know if you saw The Hunt. Have you seen this amazing programme? It's like a David no. Attenborough wildlife programme. You'd love it, right? Yeah. FYI, monkeys mean bastards. Oh, hold on. I've been parading about, or not parading, what I've been talking about. I've been hating on monkeys for a long time. Uh, they're, they're amazing. Now, don't get mean. me wrong. There's nothing, ama- there's nothing cuter than a good monkey. 
Oh, listen, And bubbles. I love a good monkey. Bubbles. Well, he was a chimpanzee. But they don't know how to behave themselves. At this stage, I've got, I'm starting to think whether I should let monkeys into my house at all. No, you should not. You should tell those monkeys out for <laughs> Christmas, right? So I'm watching the hunt. So there's a little, the little monkeys are up in the tree and the big monkeys are down below. They set up a trap. Oh, it didn't end well, PJ. They killed the little monkey. There are big monkeys sitting on the ground eating the little monkey's oh, hands. Oh, yeah, no, they're assholes. Monkeys oh, are assholes. Oh, listen, keep your monk emojis. They're no, want them. They've, no, they've been known as assholes forever. Didn't Bubbles turn around and box Michael Jackson in the face? Probably deserved it. It probably doesn't matter. He probably did, yeah. <laughs> he was. We all know it. Yeah, he was, yeah. Um, but anyway, so I text Joey the other night. Actually, I've changed my mind. I love chimps. <laughs> they've been out there battering pedos for years. They're standing up for the common man. Um, I text Joey going, I, by the way, FYI, monkeys are mean. And he was just like, oh, she's off again. So I did think for a second that this man, you know, possibly was, was it was Joey. Because my emotional struggles are real. Uh, like, I, you know, 24 hours in A&E, can't get through that without being in a puddle. Generally, most Christmas ads can't get through those without being in a puddle. Day to day, life struggles, emotional. Swans, so, gay. And the other one on that woman's list was she saw a picture of a piglet. Uh, that was one of her reasons for crying. And she then it was later... over when I'm hung over oh, anything. when she was hung over. Sorry, I'm leaving out the... Don't get me supermax and I'm hung over will literally be a tear field 25 minutes of <laughs> Actually, yeah, I was leaving out a really important part of Just the story over. while she was hung over. Now I take it back. Yeah. Now I'm not laughing at her anymore. This, I was hung over on Saturday. Oh, oh. my God. I was helping Neve, who we work with, uh, move. to move house. <laughs> and she never told me she lived in like a four-story townhouse. So I told her, yeah, I'll give you a dig out. No problem. I own a van. I'm a man with a van. I'm happy to help out. You're never unpopular when you have a van. Just want to say that. You, you, if you're lonely in your life, buy a van. I swear to God, you'll have friends forever. Every weekend, you're going to have someone calling you. Was it Al Bundy had the van? Yeah. And see, even he still managed to get people into it. Yeah, they just never came back out of it. Yeah, I know. But the man was never lonely. Or was it a brown beetle? I don't know. Go I on. don't know. Whatever it was. Yeah. He was a horrible person. Yeah. I wouldn't. I just move furniture. I don't kill people. Right. Uh, but I went. This could be used in years to come. <laughs> <laughs> did you or did you not say to Suzanne Kane that van. you have a van and you're prepared to use it? Yeah, well, I was talking about moving. Oh, Jesus Christ, leave me alone, Your Honor. Uh, <laughs> but but I, I didn't know she had a four-story townhouse and uh, all the heavy stuff, yeah. the top floor, everything. Take it. With a raging hangover, I turned up. Horrible. I was drinking my Thai cocktails. The last thing I remember that night was uh, sitting there supping a rum cocktail and saying, this is the nicest thing I've ever had in my life. And I woke up the next day. I've had to contact the vintage cocktail club since to see if I paid. I have no idea if I paid, if I walked out. I I was mortified. I was in a jocker. And the next day, you know that emotional shit? Oh, my God. The Andrex puppies putting tears in my eyes. Uh, And you see some... Struggle's uh, real. Oh, you see a woman walking her dog and for some reason that translates into that vision, into your own head, I'm a terrible person. Mm. I don't know why. You probably are. Well, maybe I am, but day to day I can fool myself into thinking that I'm not and I feel quite comfortable with that. And then all of a sudden there's like the horror. Oh, the fear. The dread. Jesus. There's nothing like the dread. What's your hangover cure? Do you have food? So I have to have two bottles of Luke's Aid Orange and three packs of chipsticks and then Supermax later on. Rock Shandy. Amazing. And it's orange based. Yeah, Rock Shandy. Uh, and then uh, like pretty much any sugary chocolate I can get my hands oh, on. you're a chocolate fiend. Followed by my favourite food. What is? Beige. Beige is my favourite food. Oh, do you mean like sunshine foods that are all of the sunshine colour? No, I mean... Chips, yes, yeah, curry, foods. like anything that's chippy colors, curry colors, yeah, ricey yeah. colors, Chinese chickeny bali color, prawn, carbohydrates. Color. Yes, 
beige. beige. Anything beige. Potatoes. Um, all beige food goes in. Yeah, and we that, call them sunshine foods. Like as in the colour of yellow. Sunshine foods because they make you feel better. They put sunshine into your body. You may expel them. It's so, um, such a nicer way of saying it. I've yeah, just been walking around telling people for years that my favourite food is beige. No. And if it's not foods. beige, you make it beige and it's nice. Prawns, not beige. Put them in curry, beige. Fan- suddenly fantastic tasting. Mm. Actually, do you know what I'm going to do what? at this point? I've yeah. just had a thought. Go on. You know the way we do a hero of the week? Yeah. I'm going to nominate... Uh, my hero of the week is probably not a great guy actually but I'm going to call him the hero of the week because it's just dawned on me that he must have had the worst hangover dread emotional response ever to a night out that has ever happened you know the 20 year old guy his name was Aaron something I'll check his name okay and he rang in a bomb scare to Intel because he didn't feel like going to work that idiot <laughs> yeah. yeah and He's 20 years old. Now, in his own defence... He defense, didn't think that through. He says he had, like. he had a night out with his mates and they said they were on the booze and on the tablets. That's what he says. On the tablets. God knows what the tablets are. They could be anything. anything. And then he said to his friend, I can't face going to work. So his friend said, I'll sort it. He went to the phone box. Which, where he found the phone box in Dublin this day and age? That that's pretty. I mean, that's almost... You'd nearly yeah. just go from custodial to a post, like a postponed sentence just for that. That's kind of an achievement, right? And Goes having from, the change. And having the change. To make a call. Unless you reverse the charges. What's, I suppose a lot of terrorists would do that. Uh, so he goes across the road. <laughs> he calls it and he says he's from ISIS. He says, I'm from ISIS and we're everywhere. And there's bombs there. You'll never find them. And then... The catastrophe starts. Now, at this stage, the two lads are fast asleep. Air traffic control is diverted. Intel is evacuated. Mm. Thousands of workers out in the street. Eight or ten hours of production halted on the Ireland's biggest computer plant that we have. You're talking millions upon millions of of damage. People not going to work. People are shipped out of the area. The whole, like, you know, guards are, like, brought in. Military involvement. I mean, can you imagine... (laughs) And I know it's stupid, but Sorry. imagine waking up the next day and going, oh, oh, my head. What did we do? Oh, Jesus, what did we do? Turn on the telly. Turn- oh, oh, that was me. Uh-oh. I did that. And like you're watching planes being diverted back to the US and shit. You must be thinking, I'm such. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> he has no way he doesn't regret it. You know the fear that you have when you've been out on a night out and you know that at some point you were talking shit? Because we've all done it, like. I, lo- I talk shit 90% of the time. The shit I talk when I'm drunk is, is epically embarrassing. So it's just up to Nancy. Yeah, I'm do you just know a what I mean? moron. So we all do that. Yeah. And then you, you, you invariably you've said something. That Ridic- you're kind of going, oh, shit, can't believe did I, I say that. that. So you it's know not even I- true. No. You know <laughs> the fear most of the time. Um, you know the way... What's he like to work with? Oh, fucking talk to me about him. Um, but <laughs> from your toes, you just out yourself as a as a bitch and work. Some <laughs> <laughs> people ask me what people I work with are like. Yeah, you think you just kind of came out that you call me names behind my no, back? No, I didn't. It wasn't you. No, I'm joking. But you know the way, like the fear comes from your toes and it kind of rises oh. up into your chest, and then the anxiety kicks in. So you're gonna have that like any most of the time. Initially, you probably go. Oh, do you remember we were going to ring in? Oh, oh my shit. god! And then just be like, "Oh, oh you did, you didn't make that call, did you? Yeah. It was a wind up, was it? No, I did. Do it. Ju- oh just my. tell me that it's some <laughs> weird coincidence, <laughs> mom. And you got a sick feeling. And she's like, "What's wrong, Aaron? <laughs> Nothing. You're not going to work today. No, Imagine. Wrong. And he was probably vomiting until oh. twenty years old. doing that vomit. You know that vomit when there's no food left. All and there's food come out. You're there going. I wasn't even in Zaytunes. <laughs> 
and you're looking at kebabs. You're like, I have no... And then you get to that, that point. that orange stuff? Oh, you get to that point. There's no food left. It's just your empty stomach going... Hurrah! 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 Oh, God, mate. You know, they start doing the whole... I'm never, I'm never going to feel... I'm never going to feel good again. I'm never going to feel good again. I'm never going to... Oh, Jesus, guys. Those big spits that are so oh, thick, you could wrap them around the dog's neck and take him for a walk. <laughs> you know those spits? Oh, you push so hard, your bum starts coughing. Stop. Like you're like... Hurrah! And all the time this is going dying. on, your phone's ringing and it's the army. Did you make a phone call to your work? The guards at you're, the door. It's the special branch. Putting you in handcuffs, you're like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so yeah, Sitting so just... crawl on the walls of a cell with fear. <laughs> oh God, I know I shouldn't even laugh at this case. But just purely because I know everyone in the world hates this guy. And he did the stupidest thing you could possibly do. I'm making him my hero of the week. Because yeah. if he can survive this, he can survive anything. Yeah, okay. That, that's a good one. Um, did you watch The Hurling in Fenway? I did. And I have to say, I'm delighted with the carry-on. <laughs> I knew you would be. I'm delighted. So, somebody must have brought up Anthony Cunningham. Somebody, like The Dublin players must have been like, I heard that you love Anthony Cunningham. I heard that you were one of the ones who said, don't get rid of him. What? <laughs> yeah. I, I heard that you have an Anthony Cunningham tattoo. I was amazing. Yeah. So for those that don't know, wasn't it a vote Sorry, and no so, confidence? Yeah. So yeah. So there was no confidence in in the go- within the Galway camp. Basically, there's been there's been all sorts of handbags, and the manager was gone, and then he was back in, and then the, the, the so there's been a letter released from the oh. players all got together with a Crayola, and they wrote a letter, uh, the, uh, and Anthony wrote a letter. Anyway, that was all going on in Galway. So then, meanwhile, the GAA, you know, in cahoots in Boston with Fenway Park, and to go over and do an eleven, an eleventh. Yeah, home so, of the Boston Red Sox. It's the most I've been to Fenway it's to see a game. Place. It's incredible. So they're going to play this 11s game and it's an exhibition match to show how incredible the Irish are and what hurling is all about. Yeah. They bring a rake of the dubs over, a rake of the Galway <laughs> They're all getting on really well. What could well. possibly go wrong? If the keeper looks like it was a fair tackle, he got a wallop on the... It actually looked like he did a cruciate. It looks like he got stamped or something. I, I, yes, I, think, I don't know. I don't... Anyway, it escalated. Oh, and top, it escalated... Yeah. So, like, one of the fellas got dragged by his helmet so much that the helmet came off. And with that, is like the ultimate no-no in hurling. Yeah, Grab someone's face don't, mask don't and pull, pull them to the ground. And, yeah. oh, my God, what a melee. Oh, it was brilliant. Uh, it was amazing. It was like a battle royal of... It was like MMA. It was like Ronda Rousey and Holly Holm, but there was 11 aside doing it. It doesn't do much for the stereotype of the fight in Irish. But, you see, I don't think the Americans get the fact that the lads all finished the match, go away one, and that they all went for points. I know. And but they're this just is... like... Oh, you're an awful beggar. But there was two trends on Twitter on this, and this is what I loved about it, was there was two Irish people saying, this is a disgrace, and if you're going to act like animals, you shouldn't be representing your country abroad, and people saying, disgrace for saying now, they're very let down. It was all, and then there was the Americans, and they were like, this is awesome! Oh my God! This is like Irish. ice hockey, but there's 22 dudes. With like sticks they can hit and, people with. And they got sticks on the ball. This is hard as your dad's nutsack. And they're like beating each other. It's like, this is the most amazing. Jesus, you got to see hurling. Hurling is like the ultimate sport. It's like those guys are trying to kill each other, man. And, they were, and the Americans loved it. 30,000 people in Fenway Park just going, 
Kill him! Yeah. Kill him! Kill him! <laughs> now, they, to be honest, that chant is wrong. Just if there is any Americans listening and by chance that you're going to watch a hurling match, I suggest you use the following chant. A-G-A-G-R! A-G-R-O! Agro! Which is what you do when there was a fight in school in the yard. Do you remember? I forgot all about that. A-G-R-O! Agro! The teachers, get off him! Go fight him! Pulling young fellas off by the trousers. Or dead walking home. Get new behind the church. That's it. That's kind of anyway. I, th- that's my hero. They're my heroes of the week. I, I'm so happy you did that. I'm so happy we both picked evil villains as yeah. our heroes of the week. I'm totally 100%. into that now. Just, I just, I just thought it was. I just. But thought, admit like, it I though. Know. Admit it. Admit it. Admit it. And I know you're admitting it because you're picking them as heroes of the week. But I think every single person who saw that and gave out about it and watched the footage enjoyed the footage. Of course they did. You definitely. There's something about sort of a controlled state of violence that's thrilling it's enthralling to, be, to watch here's my take on it right I think that if I watched that and thought that there was very malicious intent to it like as in you know anybody who understands Irish sports and understands GAA is that a lot of things happen on the pitch and they do but the one of my most favourite things I don't even think that's even good English uh, about the GAA is this is that what happens on the pitch Nine times out of the ten, out of ten times, comes off the pitch and people shake hands and they go That's for a done. pint together and it's done. Done. You know, after Dublin Kerry All Ireland, is that the Kerry people come in if Dublin win and you're like, yeah, go on, Ola, and then and the Kerry fellas go to fucking be robbed there now. Yeah. Fucking if they, bad, bad, bad decision. <laughs> but done here and they can come on and resurrect things and, and you know, and that's it. But it's banter, and then it's like, oh, you won't get away with the next year, no. Also, it's brilliant, like yeah. it's great crack. And also, I'd say the lads. I'd say the American birds oh. around wherever they were staying. I'd say and the Horland sticks were softer than the lads running listen, around Boston this week. I'd say so. You can only imagine the lines and the lies oh. they'd be telling people. Oh, listen. So um, what do you do when you're not playing hurling? Well, my name's Chopper and I fly a helicopter. Uh, I've, I've been to three war zones and... Uh, and the, you know, Actually, in, in Dublin, I train dolphins for a living. I mean, I play the sport and obviously I'm an international. God, when we were in the States young, as young as years ago, we were the just such liars. Tell. Oh my God, my <laughs> mate, I won't mind if I say his name, Jer, he told Hey, Jer. Hey, Jer. Fireman Jer, in case anyone's listening. Is he an actual fireman? He is a fireman. Does he look like an Irish fireman? Oh, oh no, I'll show you pictures of him now. He's a muscle. He's a muscle head. Proper job. Like big, good but looking I want... He, I hate, he's, I actually don't know why I like the guy because he's my best friend. Uh, he's super fit he's very good looking and he's a fireman I mean it's like sounds. I have and he's really sound and good at everything so he's like it's like I have a, an ambition to be you know f- to feel bad about myself hanging out with this guy uh, but he did tell the most amazing lie to a girl when we, when we lived in Boston years ago uh, we sat there and he, he's turned around she goes you know she goes what do you work as he's trying to chat her up and he goes uh, I'm a dolphin trainer and she goes dolphin trainer oh my god and he's like no yeah but not normal dolphins I tra- teach a uh, Brain damaged dolphins. <laughs> retarded dolphins, he said. He used the word retarded. Can't use that word. I know you can't use that word, but he did. And American he had no idea too. what he was saying. And then she goes, oh my God, that's how does that even happen? He goes, well, you see, when you go out in the boats as tourists, you don't think about this. And you'll be in the boat, and then the dolphins, they follow the boat trying to get fish. And then the propellers go around and around and <laughs> smacks them on the head, and they get brain damage. And then they forget how to swim. And I teach them. I relearned them. I relearned them. How to swim. And Jer, that's what I do. And she was like, oh, I love you. my God, you teach retarded dolphins how to swim. And she was all oh, over. Yeah. All over. She's going around still to this day, I'd say, telling everyone about the dolphin trainer. But you know, it's funny that of all the stories I picked, I think I've heard that dolphin trainer story. And the thing is, a fireman probably would have been enough. Yeah. What are you, a fireman? <laughs> Although he wasn't a fireman at the time. It was a long, long time ago. Did we ever close there? <laughs>
All right, don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, so anyway, they're, they're my heroes of the week. Um, there's so much to cover. Copperface jocks have jocks. Copperface jocks. Love it. They sent out a load of free jocks, Copperface jocks this week. I didn't week. get jocks. Do they send in jocks? No jocks for me. I saw pictures of them. They look deadly. I actually would like a pair of Copperface jocks. Um, that's um, I think it's very clever for starters. If you were smart, right, you'd have your jocks in the back pocket for like a girl's pair of jocks in your back pocket and be like, you're all right, you can stay in mine. I have a spare pair of jocks for you to go home in the morning. That was a chat of line that would never work. Are you insane? People do less in copper face jacks. You do reckon? You, oh, have you like... The best chat-up line I've heard of recent, and I only heard it two days ago, was somebody sent, uh, Joanne McNally, actually, they sent her, uh, they're trying to hit on her on Twitter, and the guy sent her, hey, did you just fart? Because I think you blew me away. Now, that's a good chat-up line. That's it's humorous. It's got everything a chat-up line needs. It shows you've got humor. Uh, it shows that you're you're willing to put up with Awful. anything. Yeah. Really, <laughs> I think, to be honest with you, I think all that that shows is that you have very low standards. God. That was a bad one. There really isn't a right way to do it. Sure, there isn't. No, see, and that's it. There's even no... if you have, I've got copper face jocks. Do you want to see them? See, no, no matter what you do, it just sounds bad. Let, let me take you out of your copper face jocks. I'll get your copper face jocks off you. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't think see, anybody like even does that in copper face jocks. I think it's just a given. Like the the wearing and the mooching and the scoring and all that goes on. I've been last year. Our the radio station we work for had their Christmas party in copper face jocks. So we had dinner before they let everybody I in. Know. A, I've never been there sober because I didn't drink last I year. Because I'd had and a baby a ten biz- days before. And it's a bizarre experience being there sober. But also. I, you know, I didn't know my way around because my my drunken senses weren't working because when I'm drunk, I can navigate around yeah, yeah, it's copper like face you. jacks. <laughs> Sorry, don't touch me. That's my arse. <laughs> You're probably getting pinballed by people. She obviously needs the toilet, so That's, they're turning yeah. you in the right direction as well. That's pretty much what happens and there's a grope. Lots of groping. People just grope. And then you have the lads that just jump in for the L wear. Do you know what I mean? They're so casual about the groping. Like, it was no big deal. It's coppers. I think it's kind of I comes suppose, with, yeah. It's here's, just your a... t- here's your ticket for your jacket. You're going to get groped. And there's the bar. Go and get yourself. I guess so. Kind you of know? horrible. Yeah. There's a comedian called Simon O'Keefe. I hope you won't mind me saying this, but he is a fantastic joke. that we're probably done for. Yeah, but this on. is a fantastic joke that I love. He goes, you know the way if you pick up a, sh- a seashell and you put it to your ear, you can hear the ocean. Well, if you put your ear on a nurse's fanny, you can hear Copperface Jacks. <laughs> That's a good joke. And I know where he's going with that. Oh. It's either you can hear Copperface Jacks or Crow Park. I can't remember which. But hey, either it, they, it works. It all works. It all works. It all way. works. It all works. You know, <laughs> you know, it's one of those nights where you wake up the next morning. We were talking about the hangover. And you look and you see that you've CFJ. You know, the stamp they give you. Yeah. Copperface that you've gone. Oh, oh God. Jesus Christ. What else is on your list? What else is on my list? Tyson Fury, the boxer. Um, and I'm, I totally support him in this. He says it's time that we legalise doping in sports. And I think that's an amazing idea. That man who wrote all the books about cycling is literally, he's fallen off his bike now. You know your man? Lance Armstrong. No, he's the one who took the Paul book. Kimmage. Paul Kimmage. Yeah, but even he took drugs in sport back in the day. Did he? Yeah, he did a couple of times. He tried it out, didn't work out for him. And then he went against it. Is that it. why he got pissed off? Because he didn't get the results that Lance got? I would say that maybe it's a thing. I don't know. I obviously don't know, but why, I would say... Why should it be legal? Because I want 
Everyone's drugging now anyway, right? Especially, look at NFL, American football. Like, Allegedly. No, no. Like, it's not even an alleged thing. I mean, you look at NFL now, and they, every, it's so common, they don't even care anymore. Like, it's so casual. They talk about it like an injury. So it's like, eh, Chad Wilverson won't be playing today because he's on a ban. Brad Max Silverstone, he's on a ban too, so we got to watch another guy come. It's totally, it's like it's casual in the NFL. Okay. And then you know that the fight game is now extremely, like, dodgy. This fight game's always been mm. really dodgy. It's a bogey yeah. sport at the top. Uh, Amateur is probably not the same. Uh, and they're all on drugs. And then you start thinking about the Olympics and how many, you know, medals get taken off people. And you start to think, well, why, you know, if th- let's not make it an unfair advantage anymore. Drug up. Fill yourselves with the best shit. And imagine the spectator. That, it would become the ultimate spectator sport. Would you honestly miss the 100 meters in the Olympics if they were going to do it in three seconds? Would you honestly miss any of that? It would be incredible. Imagine watching the Tour de France where they're allowed dope to the point that they're passing out the motorbikes. I mean, it would be It's the gymnasts, I think, that I would get most out of. Imagine you know what them. they do in the floor? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it'd be fantastic. Little Chinese, because you know, they, they're through always the roof. Like, really small. And yeah. A 13 year old girl bouncing through the roof, yeah. you know, doing double backflips. I mean, if you let them do whatever they want, it's probably going to have a stage where they, they'll be able to fly and shit. I'm sure, though, like the, the downside to that will probably be a lot of death. I mean, I, you know, sorry yeah, to bring you back but you know, something, to... there's a, a lot of a, you know, something, yeah. We're, you gotta have a give and take. You know, you die doing what you love. <laughs> Isn't that what they say? Isn't that what they say? I mean, you think to yourself, if you're 13 winning the gold medal, where's your life going to go after that anyway? That's true. I mean, are you really going to be looking back at that in 13 going, Jesus, I'm retired for 20 years? Yeah. No, this actually sounds harsh when I think that a 13-year-old would be happy dying. That's a terrible thing to say. But, you know, I'm saying, you know, we're all going to be dead anyway, regardless. I just think, anyway, if you let them experiment with the drugs as much as they want, they'll probably make them safer. It won't be so backhanded. It won't be so weird. You know, you let people do whatever they are. So a, a fair level ground that everybody dopes. Do whatever the hell you like. Maybe we could have a drug Olympics and a sober Olympics. And let them all just juice themselves up to the eyeballs. Imagine how funny looking they'd be. You'd have women with hair coming out of their cheekbones. And lads with, like, mickeys on their backs. You know, throwing javelins for a half a mile. <laughs> well, we're still waiting for the javelin to come down, Bill. This looks like it's going to be a world record. Yeah, and it is. It's a two-mile throw. <laughs> it's another world record. What can the next guy Imagine do? Imagine how fantastic it would be. Or else go the opposite way, where you make everybody... Like, you say, okay, it's an uneven playing field, so we disable the athletes by maybe making them drunk. So everyone's got to be seen to drink six pints of Smittix before they partake in their field. When did you say you went out? Friday night, was it? Yeah. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. You're still part of your four-day hangover because you have literally <laughs> lost your shit now. <laughs> but can you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. So you have a performance-enhancing liquid or toxin or whatever they're taking. So you just give them something that could ruin the enhancement of any of those toxins, like six pints of Smittix or ten Guinness. You make sure they're there. There's a, a doping person sitting next to them going, finish their whiskey. Finish the fucking whiskey or you're not allowed on your bike. And then they go for it. And they go for it in such a way. I'm not, it would be hilarious. It would be a level playing field. It would be an incredible way to do it. And you wouldn't doubt that that person was the best in the world at what they do if they did it locked and won. I, I, I struggle to see it as a sensible argument against it, apart from people dying. That and if you're going to take that, that, that's an important thing. Well, then you're just being... You're, you're being pedantic about the whole thing. I mean, thing. stop being so pedantic about it. Take the drugs. If they kill you, they kill you. Get over it, will you? <laughs> Get out there and run.
You can do it. Yeah. Ski jumps that go on for 77 thousand meters I'd love that I'd love to be able to do a ski jump for that I'd actually just be, be able remarkable. to remarkable deadly skiing see there you go never been skiing what never been skiing never been sat in a set of skis or nobody has stand yeah never stood in a well, set of skis sit, you can sit in a set of skis but you're usually on your hole in the snow on your, on like, like me I spend a lot of my time with the damp arse sitting in the snow oh god I just got a text from the Ray Darcy show let's see what that's about go on Siobhan from the Ray Darcy we heard you were brilliant on Al's show huh Al Porter Plug your gigs on our Saturday night show. Nighttime! This is I've, it. I've oh, I hope, he's, <laughs> I hope he's so sexually inappropriate to you. I, I've been on Amy and Christine, but they seem to be out of the office this week. Are they your agents? At the, at the subtitle festival. What the? There's a subtitle festival? I don't know. I'm back at Metropolis. They seem to be out of the me. office this week at a subtitle festival. That's an inc- If there's a subtitle festival and I'm missing it, I am absolutely disgusted. Uh, if, is it okay festival? to have a quick chat with you today? I'm not really pushing anything now. It's too late for me to do anything. Uh, you have a podcast? Oh, I do, yeah. How did you remember that? I'm so hurt right now. <laughs> 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 oh, this is why you shouldn't read your text live on the podcast. Oh, God. I'll see what night they want me. I'll see okay. what night they want me. <laughs> well, look, I hope you go and Ray Darcy. That'll be fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll give him a call, I guess, and see what the crack is. I wonder, is that Siobhan who used to look after um, your man who used to be on on Saturday nights? She's lovely, if it is. Uh, Brendan Siobhan. O'Connor. Yeah. Oh, I bet it is. Yeah, she's lovely. She's a really nice girl. Is she the blonde? Yeah. Girl? Oh, yeah, I remember her. She's great fun. Yeah, she's a lovely girl. Yeah, she's great fun. Um, what I get are you lots doing? Huh? What are you doing on I'm your phone? looking at my phone. I'm lo- We're finished, are we? So you're looking at your phone. I'm right? looking at my phone, sorry. Sorry, I'm clued out on you already. I'm yeah. looking at my phone. People ask me mad things on, on the internet. All the time, like people ask me to do crazy things. Like some person I don't even know has just sent me a Twitter message saying, "Do you fancy getting tea soon?" Do you? You know something? I think I do. What? Where? I don't just know where. I'm, I mean, if they're local, like why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't I have tea with somebody? There's no reason in the world why I wouldn't have tea with that person, as long as it's not in their house or I'm restrained. I don't see any reason why I wouldn't have tea with that person. And there's another person there saying, "Hey, could you please tweet this picture of my daughter's teddy bear? It was lost in Henry Street area." I'm oh, really desperate to get back. Oh man, I know what that's like. I've seen my nephews lose like the one toy that keeps them comfortable. Disaster. Yes. Yeah, so you see, there you go. So I'm, I'll do that. Uh, yeah. Of I course, I wouldn't mind that. I actually got sent. Um, I got sent a really random question you know that you can send direct mails on twitter yeah from somebody well known okay and uh it was my old profile picture and they said to me is that really you in your profile picture <laughs> yeah and uh <laughs> who was it you're not they gonna said me. hey is this you in your profile picture and then they said something else that's who sent it is this you in your profile pic what a chancer yeah he's a uh, good looking fella all the same all the same yeah all the same I think that oh my anybody... god so many puns I, I can't believe you did that to me on when the microphone's on so many puns um, I, think, <laughs> I think we should if anybody wants to send random questions about having tea or whatever it is they should email us dublandpodcast at gmail.com yeah if you have any questions if there's anything in the world means... we'll do them on the podcast why don't we do that send us your most random questions ever whatever they are mainly for PJ um Podcast at gmail.com Yeah, we're going to do it all. We're going to do relationship advice. How about that? Yeah, we okay, do that? You're yeah. good at that. You'd know. How <laughs> uh, you can correct all the nonsensical attitudes yeah. I have towards it. We'll do relationship advice. Maybe you, there's something you can't get a hold of. We could help you get a hold of something. Yeah. Maybe you just don't know how something works. 
and we can be equally confused alongside you. Yeah. Literally ask us anything. Dublinpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be happy to tackle it for you. We will wrestle your problems to the ground and hold those bastards into submission until it's solved for you. And what I can definitely guarantee you is that there will be no research done to find actual factual answers to oh, your questions. God, no. And there'll be no disclaimers either. So if you want to sue us, that is perfectly acceptable. We have nothing. Send your solicitor's letters to Dublin Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> ah.